1: We are thankful for all of you for sticking with us here AI Today Podcast. Those of you who have been following along on our ethical and responsible AI series we've been doing which is our excerpts from our cognitive project management for AI methodology plus E ethical framework development training and certification. And this is important because there's lots of education. You can if you want education, there's lots of places you can go to education to educate yourself whether it's YouTube videos or online courses or Things you can read, right? But educationally, it takes you so far. I mean, the issue is like, how does somebody know that you know how to do something? Well, you can say, well, I read a book, or you know, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. Both of those things may or may not be helpful. But you know, the thing that we've been talking about is like, you need to know how to do something. So, what the ethical and responsible AI framework is is it's about giving you the tools that you need to build a framework. That is something that you can implement as part of your projects to make sure that you're not doing things wrong. Or, as we said in previous podcasts, you're not an, an accident waiting to happen, an AI accident waiting to happen, whether it's some safety, security issue, some privacy problem, some trust issue, any of a number of problems. You don't want to be there, right? So, how do you prevent yourself from being an accident waiting to happen? It's like, will you follow? Some guidelines and some practices and you put some things into place and you, you know, you put some controls and some checkpoints and, you know, you you run your projects in a logical way. That's how you do it. If you were building a skyscraper, you wouldn't let people walk off the edge. You put some things there. Right? <laughs> I, hope you want right? I mean, imagine. So it's like, that's what we're talking, that's what this is all about. Because a lot of people think that ethical and responsible is just kind of nice to know. Like, well, yeah, it's nice to know, but it's better to do something about it. It's nice to, to do something and not be yet yeah, another statistic, another reason for failure. So what we've been sharing with you here in this, this is the first AI Today podcast episode you're listening to, you should realize this is like already episode seven or eight on this topic. You should go back and listen to all the other ones on it, as well as our failure series and our use case series and all these other series we do, our interviews, especially with our CPMAI practitioners. But uh, also you should subscribe because we still have some more that we're going to be digging deeper into this topic.
0: Exactly. We have more in this series. And then we have additional podcasts as well. We have some great interviews lined up. And we also have additional topics that we'll be digging deeper into. So if you have not already done so, definitely subscribe to AI Today podcast. Uh, If you have listened to us before, you know, we are advocates for doing AI, right? And we are big advocates of CPM AI methodology, the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. And as Ron mentioned, you know, it's nice to know ethical and responsible AI, but it's really meant it's not like, okay, great, you know it, and then you do nothing with it. And it's, you know, uh, then you can get in a lot of trouble. And we don't want, you to get in a lot of trouble. So we want it to actually be implemented and actionable and put into practice and not just, you know, your ethical and responsible AI shelfware book that sits on your shelf and nobody actually implements or understands how to put it into practice. This really needs to be, you know, a living, breathing uh document and This framework, if you build one, that you need to be addressing a bunch of different questions. We always say AI is never a set it and forget it type thing. So don't let your ethical and responsible AI be, you know, I come up with a little policy. I put that on my website really just for show, and we all move forward as if nothing has actually changed. So in today's episode, we are going to be playing a snippet from our CPM AI plus E, that's the plus ethics training and certification that we have. And we're going to be discussing the impact of emerging laws and regulations on AI. AI is a transformative technology. And like any transformative technology, you know, it will impact um, how you do things, things will need to change, and it will have an impact on laws and regulations. But it's not always quick to be adopted and they can change and vary and be different in region to region. So it is important to understand laws and regulations as it relates to data because we talk about data is the heart of AI and those impacts on AI as well. So in this snippet that we will be playing, it will be addressing the impact of emerging laws and regulations on AI. So we wanted to have a, you know, worldwide laws and regulations, an understanding of where they are, you know, what how they fit in. Because as you know from CPM AI, there is no standard definition of AI, which means you can't just say, well, I'm going to regulate AI, because what exactly is that? So we wanted to break this down a little bit farther into different areas so that you can get a better understanding, especially as you're putting together your framework to say, I need to focus on these specific areas, you know, data privacy or facial recognition, autonomous vehicles, and think about that impact it's going to have for your organization and for your framework as well. In general, I think everybody is becoming much more aware of their data footprint, how their data is being collected and stored and used, and also the impact that AI and data have just on their everyday lives. This is from you know a government perspective, a citizen perspective, an organizational perspective. So that's important to understand that that's going to play into all of this as well. And there's national or regional laws that are you know, really becoming that de facto international laws, especially as we have multinational organizations who are operating in, you know, multiple parts of the world. One example is GDPR, where, yes, that's not a worldwide law, but it's becoming a de facto worldwide law, especially for multinational organizations, as they need to start complying with that.
1: Yeah. So in our coverage of laws and regulations, we realized that Just like when we covered ethical and responsible AI, we have a bunch of different terms, a bunch of things covering a lot of different areas. And it kind of can be overwhelming if you just try to look at all of them. I mean, think of everything that we... Discussed during the last six lessons, and all the concepts from, you know, uh, explainability and bias and transparency and and uh, disclosure and consent and all these governance ideas and assessments. If you had to think of all of them at once, it's a little hard to put your hands around it. And of course, you'll forget things and you'll miss things, right? Well, the same thing with laws and regulations. If you just look at all the laws and regulations, it's really easy to kind of mix them up and and to be overwhelmed. So we categorized these laws and regulations into nine nine major categories that will help us track what's happening worldwide with those laws and regulations. And for you and your framework, you should also use this classification for your purposes to track what laws and regulations one may be impacting you today and what may be impacting you in the future. And you could track them Uh, as needed uh, on a worldwide basis. So first and foremost, we have aspects of facial recognition. We talk about laws and regulations that are specific to that one particular application of AI. Uh, Data privacy, uh, that's actually gonna be the first thing we talk about here because data privacy is at the cornerstone, data is at the cornerstone of AI. Lots of laws and regulations around that. We'll talk about laws and regulations around autonomous vehicles, their use on the road and not on the road and other places. Uh, we'll we'll mention briefly autonomous weapons. We'll talk a little bit about that, even if you're not necessarily concerned directly. But we did talk about the fact whether or not you're going to let your technology be used by uh, folks who are sort of in the professional militaries, as it were, but also how to prevent your technologies from being used by others who may, may not be in professional militaries, terrorists and non-government organizations and all that sort of stuff. Uh, there are laws and regulations around conversational systems from chatbots to voice assistants and bots of all sorts. We'll talk about general laws and regulations that are applying to bias and fairness and ethical concerns, a lot of the societal ethical concerns we talked about in lesson two. We'll talk about laws and regulations around AI-enabled decisions and algorithmic decision-making. We're starting to see more and more of those laws and regulations preventing their use or providing guidelines on their use. Uh, laws and regulations around the malicious use of AI, intentional, of course, and then just any other general laws and regulations about, about that may apply to AI in general. So this is a really good structure and framework that we're going to use here to uh, understand these laws and regulations and uh, say what's happening now, but also what may possibly be coming down uh, in the future.
0: Exactly. And since, you know, as we mentioned, there is no standard definition of AI, we wanted to provide normalized means for comparison and for your understanding as well when you are looking at these. So in general, we wanted to to provide kind of what a global and then regional uh, posture is for AI laws and regulations the global ai posture so when we have looked at you know all of the laws and regulations and proposed laws and regulations that are coming out there many governments realize that it's almost impossible to foresee all the potential ways that ai and just i think technology in general especially transformative technology can be can be used and can be applied and so that's why it is a little difficult to Uh, You know, get ahead of these laws because it just really is impossible to foresee all those potential ways that it can be used. So, you know, when we say should general AI laws and regulations to be put into place and then potentially be applied to future as of yet seen situations or do you want to have that wait and see approach? Is the technology also maybe maybe it's just moving a little too fast to actually keep up with some of these laws? And we've seen that in the past with different examples. And then we may also be skipping aspects around malicious use of AI or not realizing that it can be that area. And so we need to make sure that we are mindful of all of this and addressing it. And so that's kind of the global posture for AI laws and regulations. And when you're thinking about building out your framework, depending on where you're located, where you'd like to be, think about how you need to adopt all of that into the framework you're putting together. In general, what we're seeing is that you know, the EU, the European Union and European countries in general are exploring further regulations and laws and they're looking at AI more broadly. They want to, uh, you know, really protect the citizens and, and people of Europe with how their data is being used, how companies are able to use this, how countries are able to use this data. And really the only country with permissive Laws around AI is Russia that we've seen. In general, uh, you know, the European mindset and regulatory posture is uh, way more uh, protective, and you know, not uh, exactly permissive of the use of this, te- you know, data and AI technologies. That the U.S. What we've seen is that the U.S. maintains a right, a, a light. Regulatory posture. And so this can explain some of, you know, the reasons we don't see very big, uh, you know, widespread uh, AI laws and regulations at the federal level. It's also important to note that states can have their own laws and states, state laws can differ depending on you know, how those states see certain things, especially when it comes to things like autonomous vehicles. Some states have permissive laws. Some states have not yet addressed this. So you need to understand if you're operating in different states, how that's going to impact the you know framework that you put in place based on laws that are there or not. Now, you know, Ron had mentioned, well, maybe you don't do any business in California right now, or you don't live in California. You don't need to worry about that, but it is important to understand what each state is doing and the laws and regulations they currently have because other states can get inspired from that after maybe they've seen how it works. So it is important, even if you're not operating in that state to see how things are going. And then Asia is surprisingly light on AI. I mean, so, you know, Wide-ranging region, but in general, the regulation has been pretty light. And then the rest of the world uh, is just taking that general wait and see approach. So when you're putting together your framework, understand that the laws and regulations may change. But based on these different regions and geographies, in general, it's this wait and see approach. But you know, some some regions, some states, some countries have uh, you know different approaches than others.
1: Yeah, and of course, it's important to realize that that's sort of the general posture, but it does depend on the specific area of uh, that you're looking at. Legal regulation, as we mentioned, we looked at these nine areas of uh, regulatory. And laws that are happening worldwide. And we covered in that report over 200 countries here. So we just tabulated uh, for each of these areas, for each country, which we had covered kind of what they were doing in terms of regulation, You know whether that country had any regulation at all, whether it had just some guidance telling people what to do, maybe but without any specific laws, whether it had actual specific laws on the books that said, yes, you can do this, or you should be do this, or we'll give you the the guidelines by which you can do this, or we had laws say you cannot, you know, prohibitive to tell you what you can't do, right? Uh, We have a bunch of laws that are right now in progress, working their way through the various legal systems or in negotiation or in various different um, aspects of being proposed. And so, you know, what we see here, of course, is a lot of blue. Like in most countries around the world, you know, small countries, especially from Afghanistan to Zimbabwe, have very little to say at all about AI, right? Because they just don't really... That's not an, a focus for them regulatory-wise, but the ones that have the most laws that would actually a very large percentage of data privacy laws. And if you can see where we have the most number of actual laws right now, on the books that are sort of preventing the use, the sharing, the disclosure, whatever of data. We'll talk about that in the data privacy topic section here, but you'll see there's a lot of there there. So if you're if you're doing anything with data, which of course you are, you should pay a lot of attention to the data privacy laws because the odds that it's gonna impact you are very, very, very high. On the autonomous vehicle front, obviously if you're not doing anything with autonomous vehicles other than possibly using them in the future, then you don't need to worry about them. But in this case, we see a lot of green here, increasing amount of green. Uh, Various governments, uh, uh, federal, state and local governments in the US, but also world governments as well, are looking at how we can keep these autonomous vehicles on the road and doing what they're supposed to be doing. So if you're doing that, pay attention to that. The one area that we're not going to spend too much time talking about here uh, with a full topic on this subject is the autonomous weapons area, mainly because there aren't really laws uh, going around with uh, autonomous weapons. Most of the stuff we see are more um, in terms of laws are smaller countries trying to prevent other countries from using lethal autonomous weapons in their space, you know, airspace or ground or whatever, or water or whatever. Uh, But this is an area more about treaties. And so we're starting to see more discussion between countries having treaties that are agreeing to or preventing the use of autonomous weapons uh, in conflicts and things like that. So we won't spend too much time on that because of of that space. But uh, for all the rest of this, we're going to be spending each topic going into what the current laws are, where things are heading, and what you can do about it in your ethical and responsible AI framework in terms of how you can Make sure that you are running your systems trustworthy, keeping on the right side of the law, and being aware of where things are heading. So obviously, keeping up with laws and regulations is itself an ongoing thing. Uh, You know, whatever laws we talk about today, I guarantee you those laws will be changed or different, and they're always responsive. You know, they're always responding to something that happens, usually because somebody does something wrong or bad. Which might mean, sorry to say it, some of you listeners, you might be the reason why some of these laws are created. So <laughs> don't wait for the laws, because the laws they'll catch up with you. If you do some deep fake thing that is not real, you know, good and it causes some major problem, well, guess what? A lot of laws are gonna happen, right? So you know, it. That's one of the points we make here with ethical and responsible AI. It's not just about okay being aware of the laws of today and yesterday, but it's about where these laws are going. How to make sure that that these laws and regulations don't hurt you in the future, if you want to think about that way. But also, laws and regulations are are meant to to usually not hurt others. So don't think of laws and regulations as hurting you, but think of Laws and regulations is helping you not hurt others. And that's a good way of really phrasing it because then you don't really need the laws and regulations. If you're always, you know, on the side of you know making sure your AI systems are not causing harm and you're not violating people's trust, and you're not like, you know, you know causing issues of bias and fairness, and then then you don't have to worry about the some new law can come about tomorrow, and you'd be like, no sweat. We've already we got this covered, we were always running our things in an ethical way. And that's where we would like you to be. (laughs) That's where we would like you to be. And that's part of what, you know, both CPMEI, the methodology for running AI projects, make sure that you run your AI projects in the right way. And the plus E, make sure that you're always on the right side of ethics, even if the laws and regulations haven't caught up, because I guarantee you they haven't caught up.
0: Exactly, I'm pretty sure that they haven't, but it is important to understand this. And as we've mentioned in previous episodes, All of these different areas that we are addressing in this ethical and responsible AI series around, you know, fairness, bias, safety and security, data privacy, disclosure and consent, system transparency, the framework itself. Um, explainable and interpretable AI, auditability, traceability, they're all incredibly important and they all fit together into, you know, the various pieces of your ethical and responsible AI framework and how you need to actually implement things to move forward in an ethical and responsible AI way. So laws and regulations are no different. They also are another piece of the puzzle on how you're going to do that. You wanna make sure you're understanding what's going on. The regulatory landscape in general, you wanna make sure that you're understanding. If you're a multinational organization, that's going to have far greater impacts and you know wider reaching uh, areas that you're going to need to focus on. But it is incredibly important. And we wanna make sure that we're giving you the tools that you need, what you need to be thinking about for your AI project success, because at the end of the day, that's what we want. We really want to see people succeed with their AI projects. Far too many projects are failing for a number of reasons, mostly because they're really not following a step-by-step approach to their AI projects, which we call methodology. Sometimes that word trips people up, but you know we're advocates of CPM AI. This is just an enhancement, the CPM AI plus E with the ethical uh, you know, considerations that you need for your projects. If you're interested in signing up for CPM AI Plus E, check out the show notes. We link to it. You can buy and purchase that directly on our website. And we definitely encourage you to invest in yourself for AI project success. The certification is an individual certification, so it'll carry with you no matter what role you're, you're in, no matter what organization you're in. So that is definitely great. And, you know, we love to hear from our listeners as well. I've enjoyed hearing from so many of you that have signed up for CPM AI Plus E already. Thank you so much for doing so and giving us your reasons why. We love to hear that. And we love to help you in your journey for AI success. So you are, like I said, go to the show notes. You can, um, or you can email us info at cognolitica.com, C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com. And we'll help get you uh, signed up for CPMAI plus E. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed listening to this episode today, you know, gaining some additional insights and considerations that you need to be thinking about. And thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate all of our listeners. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode and we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more